back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here, the ticket water cooler on 93.7 The Ticket on a Tuesday. Thanks again uh, to uh, to our for, for providing our food today. Uh, now I'm forgetting the name. Motor, motor food. food. Motor food. I just I was just I had the word food truck, but I couldn't think of motor food. Motor food. Thank you uh, for the spicy grilled chicken firebird today. It was fire. Uh, let's go through some college football notes as we welcome in Nick Sainert of the Happy Hour. Nick, how are you doing today? Good guys. We got an Iowa guard. Yeah. Are you are you as excited? Our last segment was uh, supposed to. Well, it just wasn't. We weren't very excited. We weren't. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. You think change, that addresses, change, my, yeah. change my mind? Well, why not? Change my mind. Why? Why weren't you guys excited? Well, just because it's well. The first of all, there's the the Husker fandom in you that kind of feels weird about taking an Iowa player. Uh, but more importantly, I, I think it's just his production isn't yeah. overwhelming. Six point one points per game, uh, sixty seven assists, which was good for third on the team for Iowa last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two to one turnover assist to turnover ratio, two point okay. one assists a game, twenty two so, minutes. So, why? Okay, so production, I guess. I don't know. I think. Thirty nine percent from the field. From for this stage in the transfer portal and like the recruiting cycle as well, I think this is fine for Nebraska. Well, that's what I think. Like, is like, the feeling. well, here's the thing: is like you miss out on you go basically over three on point guards that you wanted, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the, a lot of the top guys have already made their decision. Um, we also don't know what his role is going to be like. There's a lot of people that feel really good about Ramel Lloyd Jr. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that this this guy is this Aaron Euliss, once again, who brother of uh, Tyler Euliss. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, but, I mean, he could come off the bench. Or like, if Ramel Lloyd Jr. Is, is truly, if he did what I think the hope was, where use your red shirt in the most productive way possible and get bigger, faster, stronger, ready to go day one of the of year number two, I think I – think Maybe there's a way that that Ramel Lloyd Jr. is the point guard on this team, mm-hmm. and this this guy comes in off the bench and helps you out. I, I also think like we've talked about it on multiple shows. Nebraska fans are going to drive themselves crazy if they worry about finding uh, the next Derek Walker or the next Sam Greasel. Mm-hmm. Like once again, I I don't know if Sam Gre like Sam Greasel was great for Nebraska basketball last year, but do they get a Sam Greasel type if? He's not from Lincoln. Like, I I don't know. It's a good question. Um, tall point guards. Delano Band was a tall point guard. Delano Band was a tall point guard. But so maybe. I mean, he, I mean, like, Ramel Lloyd is six six. Ramel Lloyd is six six. But I don't know. Like, I, I think I think this is for for the stage that they're in for and, and for losing out or missing out, striking out on Hunter Salas, Latrell Wrightsell, Javian McCollum, and anybody else that they may have been talking to this that we didn't that went know to West about. Virginia. Yes, yeah, the the uh, Kirk Risa. There you go. Brady Dunlap just Brady, went to Brady St. John's Dunlap today. Brady Dunlap just committed to, yeah. uh, to St. John's. He had Nebraska in his top five. He's a high school guy. Like, f- when you when you take into account all the guys that they've maybe struck out on, mm-hmm. in this stage of the recruiting cycle, I think, okay, you know what? You know, having a guy that played 27 games in the Big Ten Conference, started 27 games in the Big Ten Conference for a team that is usually better than Nebraska, then I, I understand Nebraska beat them. But like the, a team yeah. that's usually better than Nebraska, yep. Um, 
I, I think six point one points. Like, if you're a true point guard, maybe maybe they don't score six. I mean, maybe you don't need them to score double figures. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you categorize it pretty well, though. It's a solid addition, not overwhelming. But again, I don't think you know if you do get Casey Tomanaga back, and we talked about last year, going into last year, you know, it was all about. Baylor Shireman and finding a score in the portal. And I don't think you need that this year. Casey Tamanaga, if you can bring him back, he's your scorer. And I feel pretty good about Jamarcus Lawrence stepping up uh, in his sophomore year um, to maybe be, you know, that type of guy as well. So, you know, I, I think they filled their needs here yeah, without which, hitting a home run necessarily. That's really interesting because I, I, I think I truly believe Fred Hoiberg has now adopted this new philosophy where it's like, all right, we, yeah, we need to shoot the ball well, obviously to, to, you know, contend in the big 10 conference, or compete in the Big Ten Conference, but we don't have to shoot like threes. We don't have to. We don't have to chuck up just wild shots every single time. Why? Because if you play defense, you're disciplined and you rebound. You're going to be in a lot of games that you're not. Whether whether you're mismatched and you're overmatched in, or that you're not really supposed to be in. Whether it's against like a top ten team in the country, if you do little things well, if they blend and mesh well, then I think you you sit there and go. All right, maybe there's something here. I don't know, guys. Like, I, I'm pretty excited for this upcoming season. Well, I was I, saying I, I'm, earlier I'm really, that I'm really intrigued, and a big part of that is with the expectation that Casey Tomanaga comes back. But you have him come back. You have the guy in Jawan Gary. You have uh, Rink Mast, who is who is a guy that can stretch it. You're expecting to probably get Josiah Alec, who's more of a traditional big. Um, I, I think. As bad as it is to say, and as many transfers as it's making up, like I think that there's something where this this could be a, a a better team than last year. Well, I was saying it earlier that you're not completely this is this amount of transfers is different than what Fred's done in the past because you still have a decent amount of the core from last year. Yes, you graduated yeah. and, and lose Derek Walker and Emmanuel Bandamel and Sam Griesel, but Emmanuel Bandamel didn't play for half the season. Um you you lose transfers in, in Denim Dawson and and Karan McPherson. Denim Dawson was coming off of the bench for a little bit and then kind of lost favor and was was put to the end of the bench. Karan McPherson didn't play at all this season due to an injury. So you've lost a couple of people, but how many of those people outside of Greasel and Walker and the first half of the season from Bandamel actually contributed to this team on the court? I'm not talking off the court or in practice or in terms of meshing well, but you still have a decent amount of the team that got along so well and played really good defense and played complementary offense where you're now you're adding pieces too that are going to complement what those guys did and add their own flavor, their own spin on things for this Nebraska basketball team. I would also add that like the emergence of Jamarcus Lawrence towards, towards the end of the year provided myself with a little more comfort of um, what, what this team could look like, whether if – if Casey Tomanaga comes back or if he doesn't come back, I also um, want to point out like something that's different about this transfer portal class. These are guys that are here than for longer than just a year. Like mm -hmm. when, when you talk about if, if Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg can build off of a, of off of a, a remotely successful season at 16 and 16, or I guess 16 and 17 after their, uh, after their, their, their big 10 tournament loss. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like if, if they can build another successful season or over 500 season and they're still here in 2024 or 2025, like the, we're going to be looking and going, all right, Bryce Williams, the Charlotte transfer. All right. Yeah. He's here for another year. We have, we had we get to have him and watch him for one more year. 
you bring in um, they have that guy that they co- had have committed out of tw- uh, Wisconsin in the twenty twenty four class shoots lights out from deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I'm blanking on his name, but they have that commit already in the class. You have Eli Rice coming in from IMG Academy, which if you would have talked to a couple of the people that were closer to the program. They believed that if Eli Rice would have been able to be on campus like a Jamarcus Lawrence was a couple years ago and just kind of watch, he could have fought for playing time. And technically, he would still be a senior in high school. So I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of in, in, intrigue and excitement around this program, um, and I think rightfully so. I also understand the circumstances on where, hey, you missed out on this guy, you missed out on this guy, you missed out on this guy, you missed out on this guy. You go and get a guy. I, I was surprised to see, hey, it's a Power 5 transfer that started. Yeah. Not not played in 27. This is a guy that averaged over 20 minutes per game and started 27. Yeah. It's 27 of those Get a games. lot of experience. I think, I think that's something that you can kind of say, okay. In your in, conference. In, in so this, he knows the other in, guards. Yeah, in this moment of the, the recruiting cycle and in the calendar year, you kind of take it as a as a win. I thought it was going to be better. I, I I thought it was better than what I would have expected Nebraska to be able to get. All right, let me ask you this then, because I phrased this to Rico as well. Who has a better winning percentage this upcoming year, Hoiberg or Rule? Oh, put the house on exact, it. His exact same <laughs> thought. <laughs> oh, Hoiberg. You think so? That's different than okay. Rico's answer. All right, we already got him disagreeing. That's good for the happy hour coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.